Het was een heel druk najaar, daardoor nog geen opnames van de Belgische hockeypodcast. Nu wel eentje waar we terugkijken op de heenronde van de Belgische mannencompetitie. Het is er eentje in het Engels, want de gasten zijn vandaag Tobias Walter en Teen Peter. Veel plezier ermee. Hello everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Belgian Hockey Podcast. It's been a while since we've recorded one. Uh, things have changed in my life. I've been married since uh, Belgium has been uh, Olympic champion in hockey. Now the first round of the new season is already over and I'm going to talk about it with my two guests, two international players or former international player, uh, former German goalie and goalie from Graxiata, Tobias Walter. Welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. And of course, we have uh, a veteran of the Belgian league already. Yeah, can I say you're a veteran? You can. Yeah. Okay, no Tane Payton, South African player as well. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, guys. Um, first round's over. Are you glad it's over, or do you want it to play on, on for a couple of weeks? Yeah, I've got this. I'm definitely glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long one. It's been a hard one. I okay. won't lie. No disrespect to anyone, but one of those those starts of a season where it drags heavy. Okay, for you? Uh, for me. It, It doesn't feel that long. I would not mind continuing, but um, obviously the weather is uh, becoming an issue soon. Okay, guys, um, last weekend was over. Let, let's wrap it up for uh, just a few minutes. Um, I was at two games this weekend. First, I saw Brax Dering, your game. Incredible game because Brax yeah, played great hockey and uh, deserved <laughs> definitely a win, but in the end was 1-1 one, one, uh, draw. How were the feelings after the game? Yeah, obviously a um, big disappointment because we were dominating most of the, oh, actually the whole game. We played super well, got a lot of chances, which we then didn't score. And um, as it is in sport, if you don't score it, uh, you're probably going to concede one. And that's why in the end, uh, with the, let's say, lucky goal of Dering, uh, they drew the match. We still had chances to, to win it, but at the end, yeah, a 1-1. Lucky goal. Lucky goal. It was a world tremendous goal. World-class goal. <laughs> world goal. Yeah, it was either world-class goal or a lucky toucher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I, I felt that the goal from uh, Santiago Montelli was a, was a Florent Van Nobel-like goal. You know, he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but if you say a Florent Van Nobel-like goal, like he's the only guy who can score these goals. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then, then I have to uh, apologize to you because um, you made a, a world-class save and <laughs> I said it was, uh, was the defender on the line who, uh, who got it away, but it was uh, obviously you. Uh, not so obvious, but it was you. Yeah, indeed. It was the first touch of the game and I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> yeah, for the people who <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> was the first Legend touch of the game touch? oh fantastic yeah it was uh, okay. so there was a, a free right. shot on goal you yeah. were already on the ground and then you you, you still tapped it with your stick or uh, yeah obviously there was also a bit of luck um, but um, yeah they had a pretty free free shot on goal and uh, flicked it high on goal And I was lucky enough to get my stick on that. <laughs> lucky enough. <laughs> He was I bragging about it before yeah, yeah. we were recording. And now he's like, I was lucky enough to touch the ball. Of course. Of course. Suddenly, of course. suddenly of course. luck is back involved. I love it. <laughs> no, but you guys oh, really deserve to win. It was incredible. Be more efficient. You had six penalty corners as well. Only one one goal. Okay, it was a stroke, but obviously it was, a, was from a penalty corner. Yeah, we had a lot of chances, but uh, we also have to give credit to the Boris Feldheim in goal from Dering, who played mm. an amazing match. It was the last match before he's now starting the Junior World Cup. Yeah, he's a starting goalkeeper um, for Belgium. Yeah. It was a really, really good game from him. And yeah, 
Yeah, he's in uh, World Cup form. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There was uh, one, not a really a strange moment, but Antoine Legrain from uh, Dering, he uh, he made a, f- a foul but injured himself. He got a dislocated shoulder. And it, after a few minutes, somebody from the crowd came on the field and just clicked it back in. It was so strange. So somebody from the crowd came in and then... What? Yeah, and, my, and the, so the the director for, the, for the, the, the broadcasting, he asked me, do you want to see it in close-up? And I was like... Does, does it look hurtful? And uh, he said, no. So we showed it. It was like, just click back in. And yeah, yeah. I didn't have the feeling it, it really hurt. Was, uh, yeah, I never had a dislocated shoulder, but I just heard about it that it's extremely painful. Your shoulder is out of its normal place. <laughs> yeah, it depends <laughs> if it happens a lot like or not. Like yeah. Just yeah. click it back in quite easily. It's super mm-hmm. strange for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you wouldn't look at that on TV. Mm-hmm. So uh, a, a point for Brax, point for Daring. Um, neither teams really get something out of it three points was probably needed yeah definitely if you now would add two more points um for brax then it would look probably different in the table and we would be way up higher um but i think that counts for everyone in the league it's super close this year which is extremely interesting and um, as you see every team can beat everyone <laughs> then he's looking towards Why are you looking at me? You also want to game We were close on Sunday. Yeah? Yeah. We're just five goals short. <laughs> no, close. but the week before you won, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys yeah. won twice. I'll drew, take that as a drew against comment. The, yeah, definitely. Yeah, really? yeah, drew against Dragons, uh, where should have picked up along uh, the, yeah. the road so, a, a few more points. I think if we lose, we, we lose. Like, mm-hmm. there's no... There was a bit like close losses in the beginning, but some most times if we're gonna lose, it's it's four or five goals. Mm-hmm. It's really a, a strange one, but like yeah, that's our consistency at the moment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a, it's a five nil against uh, against Array. Was it? Uh, was, was the difference between uh, Antwerp and Array that that big? Because Array was having a, a bit of a dip in the in their in their form. Um, I expected maybe uh, maybe a, a win for Antwerp because they were really doubting themselves. The game certainly wasn't looking like a 5-0 kind of game. I think it was second quarter, or maybe six or seven minutes in, mm-hmm. where they scored three in five minutes. So, so to, that, that, honest, that wraps up the game. It, it kind of wraps up the game if you can't get back the 3-1 within the next quarter or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, if they get the four, yeah, that, that ties up things quite quickly. But the difference, the difference was not huge. It wasn't there, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We just needed to... Yeah, when you have an opportunity, you, you really need to take it against these, these teams that are, are quite strong. And yeah, I guess it's one of our, our problems at the moment is we just lack some intensity in the circle and willingness to, to score goals. Mm-hmm. Do you guys miss some experience in the back? Because yeah, you have some guys who already played a couple of years in the, in the league. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. A new Australian player as well. Um, it's an interesting one, like when... You concede goals when you're losing games. Are you like, okay, our defense is a bit of an issue? Or are you on the other other side of the coin go, okay, well, we're not scoring goals. So that means we're constantly having to defend, defend, defend a zero. We're not ever getting up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think our defenders are, are actually pretty darn good at the moment. I just think we're not taking opportunities. So we're never going one goal, two goals up. And then the pressure of having to constantly defend, yeah, it shows up like a s- small crack start to to show up, and, mm-hmm. and I think that is is a bit where our team is going this year. Our defenders, for me, are are real good. I really enjoy having them there, and mm-hmm. we just need to really work on the higher end on the field. 
it's strange actually. Like defenders are on the ball more, and they're called defenders, and attackers are on the ball less, okay. and they're called attackers. You know what I mean? Like there's a, a controversial thing, and it directly relates to when you're losing. You guys are like a rugby team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. But when you're losing, you you tend to look at the defenders, and you go, mm, we're gonna look at also the attacking side of the field. Like what's going on there? Okay. So yeah. So uh, Antwerp still um, last in the league, but yeah, still, uh, still, still, yeah. Oh, right. shit. yeah. Something changed them from Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other games. Uh, so I watched two uh, after uh, Braxdering. I uh, I took my car towards Braxgat to see Dragons Racing. Missed the first quarter thanks to uh, there were no, there were no parking spaces in the park. It was incredibly uh, busy, but I saw three out of four quarters. Uh, Dragons lost two four, which wasn't really what. Dragons deserved, I guess. Uh, racing managed to do it well when they ca came up front in the fourth quarter, 2-3. So first, uh, Racing was leading 2-0 uh, at halftime. Dragons played a, a great third quarter, um, made uh, made two goals, uh, a, a tremendous penalty corner from uh, Nicolas de la Torre uh, to, uh, to make it 2-2. Then everybody thought in the fourth quarter, okay, now Dragons is going over. Uh, even the, the players from racing were like, okay, now it's going to be very, very hard. But uh, Nicolas de la Torre gave a ball away. So uh, Alexi Caifas could go one-on-one -on -one with uh, uh, Loic van Dore and scored 2-3. Sure. And then after the final whistle, penalty corner goal from Cédric Charlier, who uh, did it with an uh, old-school shot on goal. So we, that made it 2-4. But Dragons, two games in a row um, where they didn't deserve the loss, but uh, lost nevertheless. You guys were smiling uh, when, I, when I talked about that error of uh, Nicolas de la Torre. Why? Uh, to be honest, it always happens like this. You do something amazing, and then on the other end, you're, something small happens, but it, it's kind of quite big in the, in the, the context of the game. And mm -hmm. it just yeah, it makes me chuckle. I've seen it so many times. Yeah, Ever happened to you already? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. Hero, zero. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm almost there. <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah, because that, that was really a game dis uh, decider because uh, Racing did well afterwards. And uh, they, they, the first time they won at Dragons since uh, 13th of September 2012. So <laughs> it was a big win for Racing okay. because those guys nice. were like... But you see, that's, that's something what I meant with... Every team can beat everyone. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, Racing won twice this season against Dragons. Yeah, yeah. So, but they were they also had some ups and downs during the season already. Mm -hmm. Like every team. Yeah. Also, as you said with Antwerp, you know, you're defending the whole time. You have a lot of close games. Yeah. At the beginning, but then it probably goes in the in the favor of the other team. But it's always close. There is yeah, always yeah, yeah. this always this chance that every team can beat everyone, board, yeah. uh, and and also racing. And they started extremely strong. Then they had a small dip. And as we see now, um, also against the big teams, they're, they're coming up high again. Yeah, they're second in the league. Okay, they, they played a, a match, a game more than uh, than most of the teams, but they're second in the league behind Leopold. So Uckel uh, is uh, the capital of hockey at this moment. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, other games, Leuven-Beerschot, nil-nil. Uh, a score that doesn't happen. Nil-nil in nil, a men's game. That in is, a men's uh, game that doesn't happen no a lot. woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I love because uh, I saw Antwerp and White Star also. Nil-nil, and I was just like, whoa, guys. 
nil nil in hockey. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange result. Uh, a really a strange thing. Eh? Apparently, uh, Pierre de Gratti, uh, who was in goal for Beerschot, played a good game. Analyzed the penalty corners from Leuven well. Um, it was his second game of the season uh, because uh, Harry uh, Verhoeven couldn't play on Sunday. Uh, he's a second goalie at the at the World uh, Junior World Cup, and it's the third time this season Beerschot didn't score. I find it quite odd to to have already three games in a season where you you can manage to score. Um, Depends. Uh, did they had in this game a lot of chances to score, or did they even had? So, uh, yeah. Maybe the other team was uh, extremely good at defense. Yeah, Leuven is and um, tight defense. We we got three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the first game or the second one? No, no, uh, no. no. <laughs> first game we all know was a four three. Point stole in there. Uh, okay. Two points, yeah, yeah. three points. Rather. Yeah, you should. Guys should have more than. You should have one. A, a one at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So uh, Leuven nil, Beerschot nil. Then uh, there was uh, one of the top games of the of the weekend. Gantois Wadux. Gantois won three two against Wadux. Uh, I think it's only the second loss of the season for Wadux. They lost against uh, Leopold at the beginning of the season. Now against uh, Gantois, so three uh, two. Gantois is uh, back with the with the with the leading group. Um, Heracles Leopold surprising result three seven because Heracles was uh, was on a roll last couple of weeks, but uh, then last two games they lost against Racing two nil. Now they lost three seven against Leopold. So they they played Leopold twice this season. In the beginning of the season, they lost eight one against Leopold. Now they lost three uh, seven. So fifteen goals from the thirty eight they uh, they got against. So that's a lot. That's of course Tom Bone scored uh, scored some goals. Um, let's talk about him later. The standings: Leopold is leading with uh, 23 points. Then we have Racing and Wadux, 21 points. Both teams have played a game more than uh, most of the other teams. Dragons, 20 points. Top four, only top four place playoffs uh, this season. Then everything is very close to uh, towards each other. Uh, I think Beerschot, who are 11th in the league, they uh, they have still have a chance to to make the the top four. They have 12 points. It's only eight behind Dragons. It's going to be tough for them, but you never know. The only team I reckon were already out of the, the, the competition Ouch. for the for the playoffs is Antwerp. Let's get this knife out of my back, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but yeah, yeah. If if you're if you're realistic, no. Yeah, the four, the four, it's gonna be a stretch. You have ten games in hand. You can get thirty points, right? Uh, yeah, and then you have thirty-seven <laughs> points. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a, it's maths, eh? It's that's all it is. It's, it's just maths. Remember, we still play against each other. Yeah, so three it's points there three. against Brax. That's going to be easy. <laughs> With Toby making lucky saves. We should be all right. <laughs> and you play, play Dragons at home? Yeah, we play Dragons at... Uh, it's always a good one. <laughs> hey, you, get, you, get, you guys... Get, I don't want to say things like okay, straight yeah, up, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, we still want the winter stop and no jinxing allowed yeah. here. That's, I believe in the boys, but we but can't uh, jinx anyone, eh? Is there another Houdini trick for Antwerp? Because the last oh, yeah, of couple of seasons, is, eh? they, we, they managed to Houdinis. stay in the league for, for for some... Yeah, we'll see. This this Houdini might be a bit harder than the, the previous ones. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's really no like solid answer here. You're just going to have to see if we can take a, a good winter stop and get some, yeah, a bit more consistency in our game. And yeah, maybe we might just Houdini it up to the top there. Yeah, you never well, know. When I'm saying top, I'm talking okay. like number eight, number. You know yeah, I mean? it's because only number nine is safe uh, yeah, because yeah. Uh, number number ten has to play play downs. Number eleven, number twelve will go down. Um, I think that's it's a bit cruel 
for the for the That's league. outrageous. Because the, the, the difference in, in in equality between the teams who are playing now in the in the, the honorary division and the ones who are playing first division, yeah, there's no comparison. Mm. I don't think uh, so. No no offense uh, to first division, but no. as you see from the last years, there is a gap between those teams, quality wise. Just imagine you get three from first division into honor division. Yeah, that's then the league will never be that close, I guess. And as I said, no offense to, yeah, to because last year, the, the the last two years, you knew when you played uh, Namur and Old Club, okay, this is going to be going to be a win, and it's going to be an easy win normally if you play your level. Mm. They yeah. got their points, huh? Eh? Mm. Against each other, yeah, yeah, or against other teams, they drew, or, uh, or at least end. also towards had end, close yeah. games, huh? Your I witnessed so a few sorry. close games. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> 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 That's just you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a bit, um, yeah, outrageous that they can decide to go directly down. Yeah. One I can agree upon. And if you want to to keep competition strong, then, yeah, maybe two playdowns. Yeah, you or know? just what, only or the, the just number 12 one. will will get relegated yeah. directly and uh, the other guy, maybe other two or one, one team will play playdowns. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling it's it's not really fair this season because I have from from my feeling the on in the men's league the the twelve teams who are there are the twelve best teams in the country. I don't really think that other clubs, maybe victory, really have a have a chance to survive in the honorary division. Victory at this moment, I don't think they have the level. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't see them play, no, but no, no. they're such a big club. They they should manage to. To to uh, to make a team who can uh, who can play in uh, in honorary division. Yeah, but have you seen the <clears throat> results from last weekend? First so division, no. They play the same system like we used to play last year in honor division. So the top eight go in two groups for mm -hmm. playoffs. The last six play playdowns, and um, victory managed to become eighth. I know a few guys. Yeah, I love them. They probably play good hockey. Yeah, but yeah, also yeah, know, to, know the then to say. Right? They they are the biggest club in Belgium, of course. No, no, I don't. I don't. But, um, I don't say with this team, but they are a club. Yeah, in terms of the whole club system, the whole cl and the club system, yeah, yeah. They, they should they should have the the possibilities to. Yeah, it's to a make strange a one that there's not more like I want to say more national players going there and more mm. really. Are we missing something? No, no, you know no. I mean, like yeah. I, the club's been big for years. It's not just like yesterday. It became and it's big. well located. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's well it's, located. I think for so I live in in Antwerp. It's the nearest club I can. No, Olympia. Olympia of, now. Yeah, Olympia, of course. of course. But then uh, Victory is the nearest club uh, uh, yeah. to the city. So, but they're the biggest club in the country. They should they should have a better oh. a better first <laughs> better first team. Maybe I'm too harsh. I don't really know the club. But if you're the biggest club in the country, you you are located this this good. Uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a hockey area, yeah, you should probably do better than, uh, than what they're doing now. Maybe, maybe it's not the ambition of the club, but yeah, that's also I know, a but I know it's, it's the ambition. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, to go they, up? They, they really yeah. want to have a team in in uh, in, uh, in the honorary division. I think there's very few clubs who can say, yeah, that's not our ambition. But mm -hmm. deep down inside, you want to be in the top division with yeah, your ladies or men's teams. Let's be honest, mm -hmm. like yeah, especially when you're in yeah. a club with this kind of history. Club is more than a hundred years old. Uh, they should be in the honor yeah. division. Would be nice to have another Antwerp team in the in honor division. Yeah, so is it, is it? Would it be the closest visit from where I live? I yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I can go. Bike. I can go by bike. Yeah. yeah, just drive ten minutes. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Drive still. 
Come on. Yeah, of course. Jump on your bike, man. Put the curly bag on your back. Or via back I don't know the word. What's the word in English for back fits? Back fits is a back fits. Okay. Yeah. Throw your bag in there. Oh, that should be great to see you on a, in a backfit going to games. <laughs> I used to do that when I was a kid. Eh? Yeah. When in my sure? hometown, I went always by bike to training yeah. with, uh-huh. uh, with a with a trailer on my bike. No way. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Okay, oh. great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. but uh, obviously, we are not that uh, that well inf- about victory. So let's talk about the teams <laughs> we know more about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this the best season ever? Because. Everything is so tight towards each other. Uh, everybody can win against everybody. Uh, for me, that since since I've uh, since I've been following the, the the top division, this is for me the best season ever. Yeah, I, I would say so. I really would. I think it's just nice to yeah. Finally, you look at all the teams. It's quite a good game, and I've been here. What I think it's twelve seasons now. Yeah, it's long. Eh? <laughs> I, I, told you, old, I told you. I told you. He's playing. He's maybe playing. Like, lo- uh, maybe I came here young. How do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, but for real, I think it's. Um, so, what was the first season you played? Oh, here was we go. Twenty nine. Um, it was two thousand nine to ten. Yeah, right? would have been that one. I was second to us, so I have okay. no idea. I was playing <laughs> with the the Van der Vega brothers still. Okay. Charlie and Louis. It was funny actually. Good seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and the Pascal. Okay. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that actually. But that was like the. Still, ah, that was the same system. Like two go down, mm-hmm. and then two play the barrage, and mm-hmm. it was quite nice actually. We finished six and seven in those two years. What's the record? I <laughs> 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 laugh, Toby. It's mean. No, so is it the best season? Yeah, I think this this year is definitely the best season. Like, just not like obviously personally, no, but the, how the league is set up. Like, it's just so good to see good players and good teams and good systems and. It's just good hockey generally. Like every weekend is, is a game of hockey. It's not just a arrival, park your car and let's go. So <laughs> I quite enjoy this one, yeah. Uh, and, and the level, is it is it the best level you, you've seen in Belgium? Naturally, yeah. Naturally with, with all the teams. I think if you look at the teams, everyone has a spread of players. Obviously mm. certain teams have a lot more and, and whatever. But like even the lower teams have still got quality in them. And... Um, yeah, I think that just brings the whole level up naturally. I mean, guys are here to to play hockey, not just to to mess around for the season. All that together, and then a good spread of the national players and the teams, which is is quite yeah, it's not it's not normal to be honest. I think in mm. Belgium, a lot of the, the yeah, norm, players norm, went. Yeah, normally you have a team who was packed with yeah, like seven. Players. Like yeah. Dragons was normally like what seven or eight or something. Yeah, that was ridiculous. A bit ridiculous. Yeah. But now it's quite spread, so I think it just strengthens everything. And you see, there's good hockey being played. That's the results you're looking for, right? If yeah. You're, if you're in charge of a league, you want to see the league thriving with like great hockey. Yeah, and I think it pays off that uh, Belgium was the national team was successful yeah, in the past years. It made it a yeah. bit more interesting uh, mm. for for foreigners to come here. And of course, eh? if you if you and overlook it, you have a lot of foreigners uh, in Belgium. Yeah. Um, which also rises the level in general, like for all teams. Uh, I think you have the whole French national team in Belgium playing. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, <laughs> 80% at Doré, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You have Argentinians here. Uh, English Spanish, players, Welsh English, players. Yeah, the Welsh, English, everything yeah, is here. Yeah. So that also shows that it's interesting for the world, uh, mm-hmm. for other players to come here. And that's why the, the level is increasing. Um, can you compare with the with the German league or... Uh because that's a that's a league we tend to forget in Belgium. We always uh, watch the Dutch league Dutch. and it's okay, that's a level we want to reach, but German league is, uh, is, is, is one of the best as well. 
Yeah, I haven't played there in the last uh, three and a half years, but when I came here, it was a bit the same. Mm -hmm. um, in Germany, you have teams you beat yeah. every weekend. In Belgium, you had teams you beat every weekend, but there were also weaker teams when you play away, you know, oh, it's gonna be a tough every one. big team is losing there. It's like, for example, oh, yeah. Nuremberg, okay. yeah, yeah. when you go to <laughs> Nuremberg, every big team is losing there. Is Nuremberg the, the Ore of uh, of Germany? Because, okay, now Ore is one of the big teams. But, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot. I, I, I got a lot. I got five from them. <laughs> now, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, Ore wasn't competing for the playoff spots and they, they were a team where basically everybody dropped some points. Yeah, Nuremberg is never competing for playoff. They're always getting out of the relegation or they play for relegation, but they managed over the last 10 years mm -hmm. to stay in the league. Just fighters, eh? It's incredible. It's insane. They they could be second last, uh, but they still managed to win then against Cologne, 8-1 against Ullenhorst, 8-1 against Havestuda, 6-1, and they stayed in the league. Great. <laughs> If you play those three last three <laughs> three weeks of the season and yeah. you win them, then yeah, you deserve to stay yeah. in the league, of course. It's very difficult to predict uh, who's going to be in the top four. D do you guys dare to make a prediction? Um, let I'll, I'll start. Um, I think Leopold, Wadux, and Dragons will be in it. Those three teams. Okay. For the fourth spot, I guess it's going to Gantois fighting with... <laughs> wait, 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 wait for it. Uh, Ore, and I think Brax as well. You don't oh, have to say this. No, 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 no. The way I saw you guys playing uh, last weekend, if you if you keep playing like that, you guys need to win a couple of games in a row. That's what you guys need. You you guys play tremendous hockey, but you can't. Have you won this season two games in a row? I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't think so. No. So um, It's nice that you say this, but um, you saw the Sunday game. That was probably the, the best game we played so far. Okay. Um, But don't forget that yeah, we, we started the season with a pretty new team. We have a mix of some re older guys, experienced guys, and a bunch of young guys. Mm -hmm. And um, it's nice to see that there's progress from start of preparation. And now it was the last game. That's why I would prefer to keep on playing because we made good steps. We made really, really good steps. We had games against Leo. We won the first game. It was incredible. Like, Once in a season, you play a game like this. We, I think, the last five minutes we were with eight players. They took out their keeper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had 13 corners, and we just we we had this luck. We managed to go through, and the weekend after, I think uh, we had a couple of draws where we played mm -hmm. well, but also not the hockey we were wanting to play. But you saw there were steps made. Okay, yep. we played Ore. That was besides the game uh, against uh, Dering. Those were the two best mm -hmm. games. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then in between we had Heracles where we played the best 15 minutes, but then quarter two, three, and four were not that amazing anymore. Okay. So we have to try to maintain this, um, and we will see where it brings us. But I agree, yeah, we have to win a couple of games in a row to to be a contender. To be a contender, yes. Uh, but what does it take to be to be in the playoffs? It takes a good keeper, a good a penalty corner, and 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 a, and a good defense. If you can get those three especially goalkeeper and, and penalty corner, if you get those two, you probably are a contender for uh, for the top spots. 
something you guys have. You have Louis Leipart on the on the top of the D. You, obviously, you're in the goal, and you make only world saves, uh, <laughs> world class <laughs> saves. <laughs> It takes much, much more than this. Um, obviously, hard work. I think we worked extremely hard in trainings uh, throughout the first half of the season. But the most important thing is that we don't stop now, mm. because it would be terrible if we just take the next two and a half months off because then we start from zero again. So we have to manage to keep working our weaknesses mm -hmm. to improve them, to then start the second half of the season well prepared and maybe on a better level than now. Mm. But one of the problems at, at Rex was you guys were giving away too much penalty corners. You guys are at 64 for the season right now, which is, yeah. which is a lot. But the last couple of weeks, it, it went better. So. Yes. Yeah, obviously that was a working point. We discussed it in a team and um, changed a few things. That was an improvement uh, of the past, I would say, four games, five games, where we managed to do it much, much better. So if that's going and getting on point, you have a good goalkeeper, you have a good penalty corner in, in, a, in an attacking corner, then you guys should win games. That's uh, basically it. Is it? Yeah, we should win games. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you need consistency, yeah, mm. and performances and, and everything. And I think that's something we just you leave out of the mix. Uh, yeah, but that's what I, that's what I do. I just <laughs> <laughs> forget about a few things and then say some uh, some ball things. That's what I do. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always you always have uh, errors in games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, we talked about that. The ball from the defender and the stick of the striker. Yeah, it yeah, happens. Yeah. Uh, you can't always influence it. You can have. Uh, The best players in the world in your team, but there will be a moment where someone makes a mistake. Yeah, that's a bit how many of those <laughs> are you making in the yes, game? Or indeed. also how many opportunities are you converting? Or like how many good moments do you have in a game versus, you know? Mm -hmm. like there's so many different ways you can look at consistency. And um, it always depends also on the other team. I mean, Sunday we played yeah, a really, really yeah, good game. We had a lot of advantages, uh, a lot of possibilities to score, but the other team also had a great keeper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's exactly. something you can't influence. Um, overcome it and you have to respect who you're playing sometimes eh? you can't control what the other team is going to do and mm -hmm. if they are firing just as much as you want to fire and then you get these fantastic games at the end of the day so okay. you get the spectator games everything better than uh, what looks dragons because that was a horrible game yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn uh, who, who was your top four um, oh, I'd literally keep your three So I'm Leopold, Wadux, Dragons, and... Yeah, I'm still super strung up on who might come in, in fourth. Um, I want to like, go with Array for some random reason. They have, I just think they have a good corner. And yeah, yeah. Normally, but I, I don't yeah. think they have the, the full consistency to be there. Mm. But I just think it's a team that sometimes is easy but hard to play against. And you're not quite sure. And I'm not, to be honest, I'm not even sure they are what's going to happen on a, on a Sunday against It depends if, Ma if Manu Stokbrooks is playing. Yeah, he's also quite a big influence. Yeah, because course, he, he uh, missed last last couple of games. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall, if you see them as a team, they have the biggest potential to be in this mm. top four spot. If you compare it, for example, to Racing and Gantois, mm -hmm. they have obviously their key players. Yeah, But uh, I think Ore has a wider range of, of those players. They uh, had their drop off level just after the the World Cup qualifications, where, like you said, 80% of the French national team played uh, those qualifications. Play is 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 an array player, so afterwards they they had some yeah maybe a bit less focus because their first big goal of the season 
they they manage to do it they they go into the world cup when they get their their focus back on the right track probably they they have that consistency like they had last season I listen, Cantors are equally you flip a coin on a Sunday and you're not really sure what you're going to get. Yeah. You can get a team that kind of destroys you or you can get a team that kind of implodes. You're really not sure. Yeah, yeah it's that's the, true. just the fact of, of what it is. So yeah. they're also quite a, a close one for me in top four, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm worried about their consistency. Yeah. They're so up and down. And they, they really miss the, I think, uh, Leandro Tolini on the top of the D because last season you knew, yeah, he was going to score one out of three, one out of four. That was, I guess, his weakest when he get a one out of four. And now they have Pepe Anschein, who is a drag flicker, but not as good as uh, Tolini. So, yeah, that's that's maybe their weaker point, their penalty corner. They have uh, nine out of 54, which isn't that great. It's one out of six. It's maybe not not the number you're looking for in uh, in a season. Yeah, but on the other hand, uh, don't forget. I think they increased the level of their striker line in general with the two Argentinians became much much better. Mm -hmm. And if I if I just look at their team, if I just look on the paper, mm -hmm. they should be a top four team. Yeah. Do they have the bench to be in a top four? Question is, do you need the bench? Yeah, it's. Fair question, to be honest. I mean, I, in the league, there, there yeah, are teams. Yeah. There are teams who play with yeah, with 11, 12, 12, 13 11, players. Yeah, there are teams who play with all sixteen. Eh? Mm -hmm. Nantes <coughs> is only playing with fifteen every week. So if you if you're number sixteen, you know, I'm not going to make any seconds today. It's harsh when you know you're on the bench and you know you have the level to play. And you okay today. It's going to be get it. it. Depends who it is. Huh? Is it a eighteen year old player or is it a 27-year-old experienced uh, ex-international, for example. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, and I then guess you sit on a bench, there's probably something <laughs> wrong. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. for a younger guy to get this experience, imagine it's your first year in Hero 1, yeah, to get this experience, to be there on a game day. But the, 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 the players in the, in Gantois, I think they're all a bit experienced. They all have their their mileage already on the car. and. Uh, so. Yeah, that's why I don't know who their who their number sixteen is. Eh? Last uh, last game I saw from Gantois was Guillaume Melin, who is uh, was the reserve player for the the Belgian under 21s team. He's a guy who who scores a few goals in the season. It's already his fourth season at Gantois, I guess. Why why would you only play with fifteen if you have a squad with sixteen players who are able to to reach a level of the day? I think listen, if you have fifteen, there's also rotationals like the subs and. Mm -hmm. Some players maybe will perform better if they're having a lot more like yeah, consistent minutes on the field. Maybe that's a, a thing that, that Pascal is, is looking at or that they're more focused on to give guys more time and maybe the players actually enjoy that. Mm -hmm. so it could be something they agree upon. Who knows? I know it's not always great for, to have the opportunity to have 16 and leave one out, but there probably is a tactical reason on, on one of the other sides of that, hey? Because in the, in the Netherlands you can play with seventeen uh, on classic, a Sunday. Classic Dutch. <laughs> so the seventeen Just player right. has to be a, has to be a, a junior player. So oh, it has yeah. to be. Oh, yeah, really? it has to be. Yeah, spicy. So you can you can bring seventeen players, but I think the seventeen player has to be a junior one. Oh. So I think in Germany the seventeenth has to be a second goalkeeper. How many times do you use a second goalkeeper in the league? Yeah, if you have Toby. But oh, you, you only <laughs> couple. Have you have you played last season? You you played only like. Couple of games with the second goalie on the bench because it was a possibility to go to it wasn't only in the playoffs I guess right yes but which is but also uh, which is clever played a couple of games so we switched yeah. Uh, yeah. throughout the season two oh, or three yeah, times yeah. do you need a second goalie in the league in a league uh, game I would uh, say 
I don't think so. I would say you should have the possibility to have a second keeper on the bench without taking a spot of a field player. Yeah, so yeah, give yeah, him yeah. an extra spot. And if he's not playing, you just scratch him off the match sheet so that he can play here too yeah, afterwards yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. to get practice. But yeah. worst case, imagine the first keeper injures himself. In the first yeah. goal. I mean, it can happen. Yeah, It can happen. Then what do you do? And what do you do? You uh, play with 11 or you put I've, someone I've, in goal? I've seen a few years ago where uh, Arnaud Flamand, goalkeeper from Auré, got a bomb in, uh, in his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he needed to go to the hospital and then one of the defenders uh, geared up and uh, played as a goalkeeper. Yeah, and this can also be dangerous for That's this guy. That's dangerous, man. Because you're not used to this. You're not used to balls oh. coming in your face with 140 kilometers an hour. Do you make arrangements in, uh, within the team? If that happens, who will, who will go in, in, in the goal? No, not the uh, club. We spoke about it already because we, we I was curious not. who would take it over. Hey, we had Dominic get in goal last year. Was yeah. yeah, against Dragons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> After yeah, Dan's uh, you and walking <laughs> little trip. Oh yeah, <laughs> what was he doing right there? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I, I forgot. He, he yeah, dropped true. his keys outside the circle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Picked them up. <laughs> he tripped over a player. It was yeah. accidental. Come on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's actually it's a good point though. Like, do you, why just make a spare place for a second goalkeeper? If you we're so focused also on like danger and protecting players that's prime example of like oh hey buddy by the way can you just chuck these this gear on because we just want some guys to come hit balls at you at 140 k's an hour and and during luck. the game it's quite okay but at a penalty corner i think it's quite absurd i don't know like, <laughs> i would yeah. take a step aside and just let it go in yeah, so why don't just i don't know what it would not hurt anyone eh, to no no get right. another no, spot exactly. for a second keeper because most teams have a second goalkeeper so. yes Yeah, I mean, there should be obviously like a bar, a bar law that says something like, okay, if you could go keeper gets a card and that's a different story, you mm -hmm. cannot put mm -hmm. your second keeper in there because that's a bit like, you know, now you're out for the green card, new keeper in, one field playoff. Yeah, yeah, but then like the, where's your second goalkeeper can be quite good and you're yeah. taking out your main keeper who's committed a foul. It is worthy of being, yeah, taken off yeah, the field. Yeah, but if you're on the bench, you're on the bench. If you're on the bench, you're on the bench. You can you can even uh, swap every every quarter uh, goalkeeper. I don't I don't oh, mind that. Two times a game. Uh, only two times a game. Yeah, only okay, then we might as well just start introducing putting on a drag flicker every yeah. time we, we do PCs if we're gonna. Ah, uh, but that's the, the rule says you, know you can't I mean? swap players <laughs> at a because yeah, it was exactly, in, the, in the past it was where players who weren't on the bench just yeah, came course, on for course, a drag flicker. But yeah. Course, hell switching of sticks for yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get the old like big bow out the oven, <laughs> big old wooden one that's been baking in there for 30 minutes or something, <laughs> just hooked like this. No, um, I think Griffin are making them now. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I think in general, uh, concerning rules in general, there can be some changes made if we talk about second goalkeeper, for example, on the bench. Or what I find always super irritating is the 40 seconds for the PC against. How do you But find that irritating? Yeah, no, you, because you, also, you want to hurry, yeah? there, you right? want to hurry. Then the guys behind the goal, they hurry to put protection gear on. And we are concerned about protection. Yeah, mm -hmm. 100%. Give them a minute until everything is geared up. Of course, you can't have a chat in the goal for like two minutes, obviously, should not happen. But give the player is 40 seconds is it long enough no no i don't think so because no, some players come from the other end of the field yeah so they all have to and, run back and when when the, when it's the second or the third penalty corner in in the, in the half your gear is spread is spread right. around yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. everybody throws it back in behind the behind the line yeah yeah and 
then how often it happens, guys run behind the line and just throw away a glove or, or yeah, your talk yeah, yeah. or, or knee protection just to be ready behind the line for not conceding a green card. Yeah. So that's just give them a minute. One, eh? Yeah, that's a very one. But it are, will are, not hurt are, anyone. Are the, the umpires strict on that? I have the feeling they yeah, are. They're oh, they're, they're really so strict. strict, man. I'm really? getting okay. in the post every PC and like, if I can, after a PC is over, I try to place my stuff. But also, I mean, the game is continuing. Can't just place my gear nicely. Like you kind of get it off. Mm -hmm. Then you have 40 seconds to one, maybe come back from really far in the field. Look for your stuff. Two, look for your stuff. <laughs> Three, like fight with the other guys. Because sometimes they also just take whatever they want yeah. and they don't take their correct gear. Mm -hmm. And now you're searching. And at the end of the day, there's some guy standing a couple meters in front of you ready to boom one through you. And you're like, oh, I've got a glove, a knee guard, and maybe a box to protect the mm -hmm. jewels there. And <laughs> like, and they got this umpire at your back going, yeah, you have, 40, you have 10 seconds, you have five seconds. Yeah, and sometimes it seems like yeah, they, they blow the PC and it's like 20 seconds. 20 seconds. <laughs> and you're like, where are the other 20 seconds gone? That's funny, I've never heard 30. I've never heard never. 30 seconds. Never. 30 seconds is always like, beep, PC. 20 seconds, guys. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what have I been doing for 20 seconds? <laughs> because it's crazy. It, it's only in the advantage of the of the attacking team if you take more time, no? But but every team knows what they do when they have okay. a PC, yeah? Yeah, we're watching and studying enough for the game, eh, to know what's yeah. going where and who's going to stand. And I don't think change. there's a huge advantage for anyone if you just give 20 seconds more. Mm -hmm. It's just... Besides the guys in yeah. the goal, yeah, getting gear on. Yeah, protection. Correctly, yeah. It's not a, it's not a, a tactical advantage. Mm -hmm. So how long does it take for a, for a goalkeeper to decide what kind of defense you're going to run? I do oh. it before, like okay. when the PC is blown and all the guys are behind the, the goal, I turn around, I look what they are doing and then I tell them. Often it's, as you said, uh, we study video, we know probably what's coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we know what to do so that the guys are not putting on their stuff and have to listen to me and like all getting confused and then don't know what to do anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, who's your top four? <laughs> As I said, uh, ag agree with the, with the first three, because yeah, if you, if you look at their teams, they have to be in there and then it's, as I mentioned, um, should be Ore. I think Leo racing, what Dux dragons can, that's like, come on. Racing. Man, I would not ride off racing. No. Okay. There are what, how many points is that? Six points from number one is Ore. Uh, yeah. right. And then you have Heracles. Heracles yeah, is have only at six, six points Heracles. from, okay, uh, yeah. from Leopold, and they have a, a game less. Than so Array is four points off the top. I really, yeah, I might take my my predictions back a bit there. Eh? <laughs> I mean, it's so close. That's so close. Come on, that takes like a little slip of three games, mm -hmm. and there's a huge point jump. And maybe Braxton. If, if you miss your we main, we should talk after after three weeks in the second. Yeah, if, really if, so. if you're if you're if you're missing your main drag flicker for like three weeks, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, you could be in some trouble. I think. Hey. Yeah, even that. Yeah. Or oh, you have some, some great phases you play. Yeah. Teams they aren't playing any phases right now. I have the feeling the penalty corner at Dragons like it's okay with Felix, but it's not like the best in the league. And, and they, they have a lot of corners and they only manage to score like nine out of 40, uh, 54, which is not, the, it's one out of six. Sometimes I have a feeling, just play a face, man. Just to, to mess up the defense, um, just to do something, but nobody's really playing a face. Yeah, some teams doing it, huh? Um, 
Beerscott, for example, scored a phase against us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played a band. That's a lot of times the, the phase to go. Mm-hmm. But if you, for example, look at Dering, they played a couple of foreign tips. Uh, oh, yeah. And they, the ones, the, 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 yeah, and the Leuven, last one again. Leuven played a tricky one against us. Like, a, like played a out the, the back to the side kind of. I really love to see a good phase in a game. It's, as a fan, it's okay. A good rack flick in the goal, it's, it's nice. But if you see a, a phase well executed, that's the best. That's just the best to, to watch and to enjoy, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. But on the other hand, you probably also want to give confidence to your first rack yeah. flicker. It's become a thing, eh? Give confidence to your... Yes. It's really a thing. Like You cannot just leave them hanging. Maybe the art of making a different way of getting in the goal has been lost a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty certain most teams have enough variation in their PC attack to use. Just when do you use it? You know, like it's so easy to say, oh, you went for the, the backhand tip where you have mm-hmm. the top drag flicker on, you know, and then the, the controversy becomes... I have the feeling that the, the teams at the top of the league, they, they want to keep them a bit secret until until the... The end, the end of the season. Yeah, just to use them in the playoffs yeah. and yeah. Listen, there's nothing secret about PCA, and yeah, I think there you can see by who runs where, and especially when it gets to the, the top half, you can read who's going to and the possibilities. If you're if you're smart enough as analyzing a PC attack, you can mm-hmm. see okay, if Florian is maybe running on the right side, and we've seen him do it in the past, and you can see where guys set up. That and the and who's, are who's there to, 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 to trap the ball as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, you can see if your your giver is running in over the, what, 67 PCs or whatever you have. Mm-hmm. And you can start to predict, okay, there's a high possibility they have a backhand tip. And then you can start to see games, for instance, a guy off the left shoulder is running in front on his backhand for the stroke point. And now you start to put it together and go, okay, yeah, he could be just clearing a path. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but I agree, yeah, you can... We're aware of it. Some of the top teams, they probably going to keep it. Uh, yeah, there will be variations they practice mm-hmm. um, until it counts, I would say. But until then, as long as you're in a comfortable position and you're scoring some of your PCs, why should you? Yeah, sure. For example, I, I watched before we played Heracles, they had already five guys of their team drag flicking this year. Mm-hmm. It's like... Oh, <laughs> you don't know what's coming. Yeah? Yeah, it no, can no. be anyone of the top cir- at the top circle, and oh. yeah, yeah, you really good. And at Leopold, like, sometimes three guys line up to to drag flick. It's uh, yeah, at Leo, but you know what's coming. Huh? Yeah, Tombo, <laughs> <laughs> that that guy. Let's talk about Tombo. What what a season he's having uh, so far. He already scored. Let's see, twenty eight goals. Whoa, how many against you, Toby? Three last game, three or four. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, but. Also, again, how? Eh? Seriously, this guy, how is he doing that? <laughs> but it's, Seriously, it's, it's yeah. not a, I don't get it. So he's uh, on the top of the table you. of most penalty corner scored, most field goals as well. So it's incredible. 12 field goals, and he's leading by a mile because the second oh, yeah. in, that, in, that, uh, uh, in that standing is uh, Sam Lane from, uh, from Leuven, and uh, the Kiwi scored six goals. Six field goals, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, six field goals, he added. So, so Tom is at 12 for the season right now. Uh, um, Charlier, Cedric's got seven there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I missed uh, Cedric Charlier, uh, who uh, mentioned. Got seven. But 12 field goals so far, 28 for the season. So last season, I made a bet with Ernst Bart that uh, Tom Bond uh, would score 50 goals together. 
with uh, Max Plenvo. They managed to do that at the last game of the season. They made 50 rounds. Is Tom Bone going to score 50 goals by himself this season? No. No? He has still how many games? So they already played 13 games. So they have nine for uh, the regular season. Then uh, probably four more. So 13. And he only has to score like... 22. <laughs> it's a lot still, eh? It's still 22. a lot. I know. I was 10 when he last time scored 22 goals. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Toby that much. So. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> I don't know. 22 is... Yeah, listen, it's a lot. It's if a you lot. look at... You're looking at 28 now and you're like, okay, it's still a lot, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, you never know. With, sometimes he's what he's scored like couple of games before he didn't get on the score sheet only, only gets, two i guess only and then he gets like four or three mm-hmm. game and you're just it's like okay wow you can score field goals and you have a pc 22 is not looking that far off no you ask me i really think it'll be nice to see to be honest 50 goals in a, in a league it's yeah we don't play them anymore so i don't care oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the playoffs you know yeah okay they're not playing brack so you won't get to 22 for sure Toby in the goal no. there it's uh, yeah, okay, no more. <laughs> he was he was uh, he was fourth in, uh, in the Golden Stick Award. So first was uh, Florent van Abel once again in his own won his own trophy again. Uh, then uh, did he just make that trophy? Or is he just sleep in his bedroom at the moment. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't now they're gonna they name it after him. him. Uh, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> the Florent van Abel <laughs> trophy. He's the, the the first player ever who uh, won it four times. So three times in a row, and then first one a couple of years ago. So yeah, fair enough. So, um, yeah, but is, is the league lacking real goal getters? Because uh, Charlier, okay, he has seven goals. It's still okay, but um, so it's seven out of 13 games for uh, for him. Um, Sam Lane, six goals, but then only Tanguy Cosens, who had a great start of the season with five. Um, you got a couple of guys who have five, like uh, Lucas Martinez and uh, Flora Van Obel, but it's not that, it's not really goal getter uh, statistics, right? Really, no, I wouldn't say. I think the league promotes like build up and structure and zone and, mm-hmm. and that type of hockey. To me, it's not surprising to see like everyone who's got a PC is high and the field goals are quite low. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, in a way, it's you want it to be more field goals, right? Because yeah. it's more, it's better to watch essentially. But like, yeah, if the teams are structured and, and zonal pressing and, and like that, yeah, then you're looking for PCs when you get in that circle because you don't have a lot of opportunity to, to mm-hmm. play free. No. Yeah, I don't know how it was uh, five, six years ago. If it was like you had Henri Raas, if he has scored over fifteen goals a season. Yeah, but you know, for okay, example, the Netherlands. Halfway, of course, yeah. the Netherlands is known as an offensive hockey. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, they have some structure, but they play but a bit more open. They yeah. focus yeah. more in attacking yeah. and scoring goals. I think in Belgium, of at least from what I've experienced, like in the last three years, like it became more structured than it was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are focusing more on on defending, on playing with the ball. That's also why you will not have any, not that much field goals, like spectacular field goals. If you watch the the highlights of the Hofklasse every every weekend, it's crazy. They <laughs> score goals, and I'm like, they have shots from what? the from on the top yeah, of the D. What you know? are they doing? <laughs> I would get frustrated as a keeper there because like your defenders are all over the place, mm-hmm. yeah. or like yeah. they they don't care about running back. Sometimes you see they play a four against one mm-hmm. in a circle. It's like how can this happen? Yeah. In a normal game, this should normally not there's, happen. There's a German coming out. <laughs> yeah. How can this happen? <laughs> 
it's no, 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 Field goals, that's how you score the, the yeah, crazy yeah, pass with the tip in yeah. the yeah, second yeah, yeah. post. Um, that's how you enter the circle and smack it top in. The field goals <laughs> that are scored in Belgium are most of the time um, somebody who uh, um, goes to the back line, uh, passes it back, and then there is a six-yard goal, something like that. Yeah, because it's hard to defend. Yeah. Because the ball can land or end up everywhere. Or it touches the foot, you get a PC. So do teams need to need to change their structure yes. to, to play a bit more open? <laughs> we don't care about defending anymore, anymore. we just, just go forward. Attacking, this is, this come is on. A message from Antwerp, please stop defending. <laughs> <laughs> please play open. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about Wadix as well because they, they started the season with seven games without a win and they're uh they're second right now. Okay, they play they have one game uh in uh, advantage uh of most of the teams, but still. I'm not, I'm not surprised, to be honest. Like, I knew they'll they take over a couple of their games or with draws, mm -hmm. a lot of them. Yeah, six, 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 six draws. Six draws well, in a row. Like, yeah, it's better than six losses, right? I agree. Like, mm -hmm. you're, you're now still in the game, but six draws is probably unheard of mm -hmm. in leagues. <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you think about it, last year they played the finals. Mm -hmm. yeah. They just lost two players. Yeah, Pacha and uh, the Serrano Pangrazio and um, Capelle. Ah, yeah, Capelle to Bishop. Bishop, yeah. That's it. Uh, and they have a great team. They have amazing players. Also, after we played, we, we also drew against them. Like everybody. Uh, uh, like really <laughs> happy, yeah? We're not. Drew against Wadax is amazing. But then, yeah, they had so many of them. And out of nowhere, they won a couple of games and now are in second or third place. Yeah, the, I think they, they have the most young talent in the team. It's incredible how many talented players are in that team. You have Max van Oost, Guillaume van Marke, Jeremy Wilbers, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Louis de Bakker. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's, uh, yeah, I agree with that. It's a, yeah. it's a good like youth group in there. Really nightmare to play against. <laughs> Stop <laughs> Rene. So then, then you have still... <laughs> uh, then they have Tommy Willems, William Guillard. Yeah. And, then, and then the experienced players like Gauthier Bocard, Victor Charlet. Uh, yeah. I'm hearing things about uh, Victor Charlet because nobody really likes to play against him. After every one v one, after every whistleblown, he's like, "It's for it's it's us, it's us. We we need the ball." And I have the feeling players don't really like that. Oh, I like uh, the commenting. Yeah, yeah, I don't see the reason to to not like a guy. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be annoying, of course, yeah. and and in the game, it's really frustrating. But yeah, it's only frustrating when you when you're behind and when you're uh, when yeah, you're leading. You're like, oh, "Come on, guy!" Yeah, when you're leading, you talk as much as you want, man, but. Okay. You're chasing a game that's bloody annoying. Spicy, interesting. Where'd you hear that from? Uh, a couple of players. Okay, a couple of players. Okay. They uh, they're really not uh, not happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah, I think there are there are more players than uh, than just Victor Charlet who's, who are doing that. Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's a lot of guys out there who commentate the whole time. Yeah, maybe your job's up for grabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's definitely <laughs> up for grabs. It's definitely Be up for careful. Grabs. They yeah. might see the when Toby makes a decent save once in a while. Yeah, right? once uh, in a while. Once yeah. In, yeah, sorry. I, I apologize once again. And, uh, I, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think in general, it, it was a thing at the start of the season. So commenting and shouting a lot from players. Oh, yeah. Then there has been this open letter. Also, umpires uh, stepped mm. up. I can imagine that it's annoying. And I can imagine it's it's tough when 22 guys shout at you for 70 minutes. It's a tough Sunday. And every time every time <laughs> you whistle, Sunday. it's contested. Every time. Every yeah. time, yes. Um, yeah, there's always a win and a loser, right? Yeah. Yes, but um, 
the past weeks since this open letter was out, it got better and the level of umpiring got better. Okay. The, the, the management of the game got better and not directly like going crazy and not replying or not mm -hmm. even interacting with players, which was the case before. And now it got much, much better because I think they also recognize, okay, we want something from the players. Mm -hmm. We have to give something back. And they're a bit more relaxed, perhaps, when they're not contested every time over and over again. Most likely, yeah, <laughs> of course. I mean, if you disagree with everything an umpire says during the game, how also I'd lose my shit. I'd be so angry. Like, then mm. you end up making just naturally, you make a rash decision or, mm -hmm. and it's also based on like, your emotions. Getting, yeah. We do it in the game all the time. Mm -hmm. You get hyped up, you, your emotions go, you make a really dumb decision mm -hmm. or you go for a little outrageous decision. That's the same thing with an umpire. If we keep communicating throughout the game, then I think it's way easier to manage mm -hmm. from both their, their side and from our side. You know, this, this theme of ignoring was the beginning of the league. It was like, yeah, I'm blowing this, don't talk to me. No, like no communication. And that was, I'm happy that's turned around this yeah. season. Is there a, still a language barrier? Because a couple of years it was with some empires a bit of a problem with talk to them in English. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, oh. There's some some empires. Some empires like you 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 ask them something in English and they obviously know that you don't speak French and they reply in French <laughs> and it's like it's annoying. No, I love that. Uh, <sighs> I love that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we we we. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, no, but seriously, to get this straight, huh? they improved. Yeah. And it's That's nice for to sure, see. For sure. And it's really important, I think, for them to also hear it. After games, you can go past the umpires and you can give them critical feedback, but you can also tell them when they did a good job. Or the, yeah, the game management was good, but the decision-making uh, was lacking today on both sides. It's something you can say. I think they, they should be able to take this criticism, but also the other way around. But therefore, we need to yeah. speak the same language. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it's... I think it needs to be understood by the players that not every player needs to give the umpire criticism. Okay. Like leave it to a couple your, of your the captain, leading, yeah. your, your older players, or even like a young, really young guy, mm -hmm. one, but not like seven. Yeah. Like that, yeah, that's, that's a problem yeah, just because then so five outrageous. guys are running to the umpire with, with lifted arms, like shouting at them. Then I can understand that you get frustrated and say, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. one, just Go one, on. just one. Green card crowding. Green yeah. card crowding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I witnessed a red card eh, against Lerva. The, mm. the Scottish guy, is it? Murray? Mm, uh, oh, that was Irish. crazy. Was it a red? Irish. Because in the, in the app it was just two yellows. And no one yeah, knew. Yeah, no, was it? Oh, no, no, spicy. No, I saw was red circle. I, 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 I saw the big red. Okay. Yeah, it was crazy, eh? Like, so what, what happened? There have been some red cards, eh? Yeah. Montelli, for example. Yeah, oh, the Leuven one was weird. Eh? It was just like you could see the aggression building up. Like someone was going to get a big yellow. <laughs> you could see it. I've watched the video back, and he's, you can't hear it, but you can say he's, he's saying something, and he just gets the straight yellow. But then he like gives the old like turn back and continue. Uh, come on! I think he just to lost be, it. Eh? I think yeah. the umpire just lost it. He was like, "Nah, bro, <laughs> you're <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're out of here, mate." <laughs> Yeah, it's only uh, only been two red cards. So the one for Montelli and uh, and then uh, Sean Murray. Aggressive. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> Badass, yeah. Yellow uh, cards, not that many. No? No. Can, look at the league behaving, eh? Had a couple. Yeah, there's only a few guys who get two two yellow cards. That's it. Yeah. So and and even the guy who got the most most green cards is Tobias Beacons, only five. Five <laughs> green cards already. Yeah, he, and he's leading by 
<laughs> with a lens light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A green card can be for everything. Yeah. yeah. To be honest. Like, no, it uh, really doesn't matter that much. I mean, there are some warning. some games where you start without your green card already. Yeah. Where you know, okay, the first one's gonna be a yellow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, who's been the most impressive? Um, so far for the season as a team as a player for you guys i don't know i guess i like leopold as a team just they're scoring so many goals it's been fantastic like mm -hmm. it's hard to say for players to be honest pretty hard to nail one you don't have the consistency of watching all players except for your own team maybe you can give a team member man someone from brax i had a feeling that uh, on sunday first half toby beacons and uh, nelson onana started really strong in the game Second half was a bit less, but first half they were. Uh, I feel like Nelson's. I have the feeling with Nelson that he he has his good moments, but can't yes. keep it up for the, for like seventy minutes. Obviously, he's a great player and he deserves mm. to be in under twenty one's uh, squad for the World Cup. It's nice for him, but when you're that age, you still have to learn so much. Mm -hmm. Same for Toby. Played great. Huh? I think the best game he had was against Racing. He played outstandingly well. But yeah, then can you keep it up throughout twelve games mm -hmm. and, or throughout? The whole season. It's really hard to think about someone who was who that is outstanding. Yours, Flo? Who is yours? <sighs> it's a difficult question. Uh, oh, outstanding yeah. team. I'm a bit biased, of course, because um, I saw Dragons play a lot this season. Uh, no, but the, no, 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 because Classic. I think they, they played very poor uh, at the beginning of the season. Um, they keep passing the ball around without being uh, dangerous. So it's it's quite sometimes it's quite boring to watch them. But uh, the the game I saw against Ore when they really trashed them, I think that was the best team performance I saw this season. Yeah, I think it's even better than the ones I saw last season from Dragons. It was really great performance uh, from the team. Um, great goalkeeping as well. Great defending. Good attacking skills. Was was really a nice game to watch. So as a team performance in on just one day. Think that was the best I saw this season. I'm uh, unfortunately the the games I saw from uh, from Leopold those weren't the best for them this season. I saw them lose. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they won so many games, but I saw them lose. So. Watch more games. Yeah, yeah. you're watching the <laughs> wrong games. <laughs> yeah, this dragons as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, best individual performance. Mm, that's a hard one. Um, Oh man, we're sitting right here. We're right here. <laughs> <laughs> to say our names. Just, just say it. Say, say it. it. Uh, yeah. Tane Payton again. No, <laughs> Thomas Verheyen against Leuven. At Leuven. Jeez, uh, that's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. He didn't lose any ball that game. Was That's great to hear, eh? Yeah. He was... Yeah, he was, yeah we when he's rewatched the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's... I, I think when, he, when he's having a good game... Oh, yeah. Uh, He's one of the best. That's Thomas for you. That's been Thomas for years. Yeah. When he plays, he plays, eh? Yeah. And good luck trying to stop. Then him. after the game, he said, yeah, was a bit injured during the week. It was like really, really. Classic Tom. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's, uh, I was really impressed by his game that day. Um, but it's difficult because obviously yeah. I don't watch every game and uh, pick out one uh, during all season. But that game, I thought was really, really amazing the way he played. Unfortunately, you guys lost that game, but uh. let's not go into that. <laughs> Five meter rule. Oh, whatever. that one. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Have you have you rewatched it? Oh, a thousand times. And what, what's what's your opinion? Five meters. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to the federation. 
No, I was no, okay. You can't I, do that. It just comes never, straight back. Because I was during the game, I was okay with the decision, although it wasn't five. I thought, I said, but you like, also thought Toby didn't stop. The yeah, ball, that's so, right. yeah. So, so what, my opinion doesn't count. Yeah. But <laughs> no, but during the game, I was like, yeah, it's four and a half. Guys, do not. Yeah. do not. I was so angry at him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was really angry. I was at me. so angry at him. He's like, no, it's definitely five. I was like, no, it's no, not. Man. No, it was not was five, like, but yeah. I was like four and a half. That's okay for me. But then uh, I think one of the one of the answer players said, "Imagine um, the other way around. Would an empire blow a penalty corner when a when a defender comes in from that from uh, the, yeah, from yeah, yeah. the from that distance? And then it probably would have been yes, it would have been a defensive foul. So true, true. obviously it has to be an attacking foul as well. Since then I've seen uh, I try to watch it in different perspective. Five has to be five because if a defender does that, it has to be." Uh, foul as well so also when the striker carries the ball in turns around and goes no it was not five mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a crazy call then you know it's not five he said right? that yeah Pilou is one of the best guys out there eh? okay I mean, he's also was like yeah, that was but uh and in, his, in his meters. defense in <laughs> okay his defense, then it was three then he was he was quite sure that the umpire said five mm-hmm. like play okay so controversy Okay. Yeah. Do Do you think hockey could need a third umpire sitting on a high chair on the height of the midline, like the like, like the olden guard. days, <laughs> like a lifeguard at the beach? No, but it was uh, in cool. back back in the, in the beginning of the of, of of hockey, there was an umpire on a like like in tennis. Yeah, like yeah. in tennis, yeah. Well, maybe a bit higher. And where do you have, does you think that would? Uh, and where does he has to sit? In the, on the on the on midfield, does he have to sit on the twenty three meters line? No, or? on the height of the midline. Okay. Yeah. Because know, how often do you recognize, like, when you sit in the stands, like, I see it differently, or I would have seen if that's a foot or this. But, but I'm, I'm always at the uh, at, at, uh, at midline. Often when something happens on the other side of the pitch in the 23-meter area, it's difficult to see, even from, from uh, yeah. a better pers- perspective. Yeah. I think also you're, as a third umpire in that scenario, you're not really in the emotion of the game, are you? No. But then like Your maybe judgment may- could be a lot more clear. Yeah. I mean, also, it's a bit outrageous the idea of yeah, helping yeah. a third guy. <laughs> no, but it's when 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 well when there is an, an obvious when there is a clear and obvious mistake from the from the umpire on the field, he can maybe intervene. Yeah, I don't know. And Just you don't have a disadvantage because teams switch sides after mm-hmm. half time. Yeah, probably. Send you know. it to the federation. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 cheaper than uh, than than uh, uh, oh, okay. working with a video umpire. So. Yeah, and you can keep the the, the experience, <laughs> the, the old, the, no. <laughs> <Get him somewhere. laughs> no, no, but you can keep you can keep the, the old experienced empires who can keep up physically. You can put them in the chair. Yeah, but well, what about the eyesight? Now they have to look halfway across the field. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come on, and I don't then know the sun is shining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Binoculars. That would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fell asleep. Oh. Um, like a lifeguard, but from uh, from the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh no running. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we already have one though, the guy, but he's just standing on the halfway line. <laughs> no? Who are you talking about? Step back, step back. Okay. Don't change too early. Okay. Oh. What, what is your official name? That the uh, no match uh, official. Match, match official. official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I love them, man. They're so funny. They're they're happy on the sideline, eh? They're making jokes. They take their job yeah. really serious. Yeah, I I quite enjoy it though. But how many how many times do you do you? Uh, yeah, you're not on the sideline. <laughs> no, eh? You're not on the sideline. No, but I interact always with them eh, after the game. Yeah, okay. of course. 
But they're always there because they're always there protecting their umpires. Yeah, but with them you can talk like on a yeah you can talk mm, quite normally on a, on a calm level. Yeah, that's di mm. directly after the game. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes really the thing I, I find really funny is that uh, especially coaches they they start to argue with the match official about something that happened on the pitch. It was clearly a foul. Why didn't you blue? It's like that's classic. That's, that's not my job. You know, yeah. <laughs> I tell him he has to be. Better. Although I think okay. it was a foul, I cannot intervene. Yeah. So do not start arguing with me. That's also and imagine you have a guy sitting on a high chair. Imagine Pascal Kina climbing up the hill. <laughs> Come down here, buddy. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that, yeah, there could be a few players climbing up there too. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, sending that to the federation. That yeah. uh, that should be a, a, a rule change. He definitely has to give a, a red hat and like a lifesaver, <laughs> <laughs> match saver. <laughs> <laughs> the match saver. Okay, um, so something you guys want to talk about about first round that uh, was um, out of the ordinary. Out of the ordinary from the first round. Hmm. The fact that we completed it was pretty out of the ordinary, right? I only know two players who missed a game due to COVID. So yeah, yeah. Who was it? Felix and Ayer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, what happened there? Actually, yeah, it that was, was strange. strange. It was strange. Suddenly so he like he he arrived at uh, at Wadux, uh, and there you have to show your a COVID safe ticket. Yeah. So he wanted to go inside the club, and uh, his COVID safe ticket said, "No, you're not allowed to go in." You. And there are many, many stories about what had really happened there, but oh, was we really need the straight. truth of that one. I yeah. really need the truth of that. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> weird. It's, it's just, just weird when, you, when you're there and everybody expects you to play. Yeah, you yeah. I yeah. know, oh, you can't come in. Doesn't make much sense to me. No. Surely you just scan your vaccination thing and it's green or red. And, yeah. and if it's red, that's really weird. And something's wrong with the system. Or but when it's red, you know already that it's in doubt. When it, when it's so why would it because, be red? Because it's other because date. you got tested. That's the only the only reason I can come up. So you get tested, so you know you're a bit in the. So you're a maybe. You're a maybe, and you're uh, a maybe. That's yeah. So stupid. Yeah, That's but then he played on Sunday, so uh, everything turned out well. But not for dragons. <laughs> not for dragons. Uh, uh, that was that was really the worst game I've seen in a, this season so far. Wadux Dragons first against the second in the league was was really rubbish that game. <laughs> <laughs> it was really it's so hard to oh, say. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, but it's like the two finalists. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really uh, congratulations. So one and I, two, but I, 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 came, I came to that game with high expectations. A lot of goals scored. Not, not maybe not a lot of goals because the the, the first game ended in a, in a nil nil draw as well. There we have it again. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I saw, but I saw that second half and that was another one. It was fun because there were chances and Louis van Dorgen was playing well and on the other side Simon van den Broek played a good game and so there were some chances, but this one was really. I think in the first half there was a half chance of dragons, and second half was like the chance. <laughs> Big trip in the gym. There was a, there was a shot. There was a, there, I so think there close. was a, there was a shot uh, after a, after a penalty corner. So low shot, uh, and then easy save for uh, for uh, Simo van den Broek. But because Wadex was just defending in the twenty three, and they were like, come and get try to get through. And they weren't even putting pressure on the ball. Dragons was really passing the ball along, trying to get in. It was really like handball without the shot on goal. And Tactical the, masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> it was really poor. And then 
Yeah, some uh, individual errors that Dragons costed them the game. Yeah, nice goal from Wadox in the first half, but uh, with uh, Guillaume van Marke really playing well that game. That uh, that's a guy I really like to see have his chance with the Red Lions. I think he will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be will. interesting. Yeah, mm. when and how they have the big change. After the World after Cup, LA. <laughs> after, <laughs> so, but guys. yeah, really, were you guys surprised that basically everybody stayed in the, in yes. the team? Yeah, of course. Because like, it's only Thomas who who left the team and Max Blenvo who didn't get a, a new selection. That's it. I was, I totally not understand really from the player surprised. perspective. I was the, surprised because I mean, like, it's based such on a short a, time to Paris. Yeah, but that's just it's next door. It's three years, you know. It's still two years. Yeah, from uh, yeah, two and a half right now. but And it's just next yeah. door. Everybody wants to play Olympics just next door where all the family can come. Because they, they only all, want... They're for, fit for, enough, huh? For they're the good enough. For the three major tournaments they've won, only one of them was with, with, a, with a crowd, with a Belgian crowd. Because at Bubaneswa, there were no Belgians. Yeah. In Tokyo, there was nobody. It's really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I totally... Un, uh, yeah. From a player's perspective, I really understand why they... They they wanted to stay in the in the team because it's their job. They get paid by playing for yeah, the national that team. Also helps, eh? That helps. Um, you're winning. That helps as well. And you have the feeling you're better than all the all the guys are coming. But yeah, I think the surprise of them carrying on is probably more from like a age versus retirement, yeah. rather than like what the system has to offer. I mean, mm -hmm. the Belgian structure is quite fantastic. Mm -hmm. Everyone at this day and age can stay healthier, stronger, fitter for way, way longer. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just all at our fingertips at the moment. So from that perspective, yeah, if you're going to carry on and you're willing to push two more years, <laughs> a lot of guys who stop professional sport mm -hmm. go on to do like triathlons or marathons. Yeah. Or, and you're just like, well, but why did you retire? You know, it's also like a bit of the demand of the sport itself. Mm -hmm. Like you're con constantly doing the same repetition, mm -hmm. the same thing. And I just think, yeah, you probably find in the Belgium setup, there's a good, like, uh, we call it a bit of spice, you know, something changing every year, something mm. new coming in. So, yeah, yeah but, your mind is quite yeah, fresh but, all but the that, time. That's, that's why I, I'm, I'm so surprised because nothing really changes. Obviously, uh, Shane McLeod is, is not there for a season. We, that's what we yeah. see, right? Yeah. Nothing changes from the outside. Mm -hmm. like, I would love to get quite in there and they just have the new training facilities at Villarreal. Yeah, that's also nice. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I think every everyone is dreaming of that. It's it's comparable yeah, with, uh, with 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 uh, the Kookaburras have in Perth and what uh, Britain has at uh, Bishop Abbey. It's really professional like that environment. One doesn't work so well, though. Eh? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> that the, the, so well. <laughs> the wealthiest federation in the world, and they so yeah, uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah still struggling a bit, but yeah. It's about talent as well. Yeah. yeah uh, for Belgium, it's going to be interesting when they when they are making the change and how it's going to work but, out. Yeah, we, we talked about it on Sunday. What's the best strategy for a federation to build every time again, every four years, bring new players in and to keep everybody young and fresh and have a few uh, experienced players or play with the same generation as long as possible and win as many things you t you can because the dutch they they, they try to <laughs> rejuvenate their team every every four years but in the end they only win the bronze medal or not even that um they won one european championship yeah okay this one so the one nobody really wanted to win there. yeah what, what do you like to win olympic gold or european championship you know or africa cup probably 
Yeah. How many Africa <laughs> Cups did you, have you won already? Oh, plenty. <laughs> plenty. So, in the end, you know. It's, yeah, they're equal, no? Yeah. Africa Cup, yeah. European Cup. <laughs> both get a spot. Yeah, if yeah. You yeah. Win it. Time is the thing. Yeah. yeah you, you had Olympics this year. Mm. It's in two and a half years. Three years yeah. you have the next one. That's not enough time to change a full team. Cycle. No, but not really it's not a full, full team. But like but even then four you, players, maybe. Yeah, I don't think then you will be on the same level. I think it takes more. You should wait until Paris is over. Mm -hmm. And then you know, okay, we're probably not, you never know, probably not going to win the Europeans or the World Cup or the Pro League. And also, do you already have the players who can step up in these footprints? Eh? Mm -hmm. I think Nicolas Poncelet right now, he is re really playing on the level that you yeah, need to good. reach to play for the national team. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, but he's in the system. He's yeah, there. he's in the system. He's, he's part of the, there, right? he's part yeah, of the exactly. training squad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But he's been part of it for three years already. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a difficult one. Yeah. It's really. But but I, yeah, the, I think I think the, the the decision you you you're making is: Are we going to win the gold one more time with this generation, and we don't care about Los Angeles, or do we want to perform at Los Angeles, play for the medals, and maybe become second in Paris? Or third or fourth players who are performing, can you force them out? Yeah, no. Like the uh, as a generation oh, can't force them out. Yeah. Uh, coach can force them out, but we had a situation like this again. It's a bit different for our countries, but a good few years ago, we had a coach who just gave us the the age card and was like, "Okay, you have you're limited. Uh, just know that we want you to to go." And we're like, "Why?" And the guys are like, "Yeah, because yeah, because you're old, or you're 32 at the age or whatever mm -hmm. they were." And most of the players just came back and said, this is outrageous. Like, are you, is a skill or age? Like, you can't just pick based on someone's age. That's, there's some, there's some strangeness mm -hmm. about that. Like, if the guys are playing well and healthy and passing tests, if you have a structure mm -hmm. to like, I yeah. don't know, kind of compare players. Oh man, if the guy's still yeah. going, he's still going. <laughs> yeah. And if the young guy's good yeah. enough, or he's just there, yeah. okay, that becomes maybe something you can mm -hmm. switch with, but no. With uh, with Paul van Ness, when he was the head coach of the of the Netherlands, he he raised the bar for older players, so they have to be better than the younger ones. Yeah, Do, I agree. By yeah. significant yeah. difference. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, I'll pick a, a younger player with perspective to be better in a few years. Yeah, I think that the trouble Belgium has is that you can't take eight guys and go, oh, you have to be so much better than all these youngsters. Otherwise, you're just flipping an entire team and mm -hmm. you're landing on your head again. Yeah, so. but it's really tough for, uh, for playing under 21s. Then you have to make a decision. Do I want to play for the national team? So you you know you have to work like four or five years to get your opportunity to get your uh, spot on the team. And it's really a big investment you have to make in, in your career, I guess. Especially in, in a, as a hockey player, because obviously if, you, if you're not part of the Belgian national team, you have to work and then it's really difficult to reach that level. I can't add anything else to that. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. It's way over my head. So do you guys know who are the, the two teams who will join the Pro League for this season? Because, yeah. uh, South Africa. Really? No. Hey, but I, I, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, re I, I heard yeah, a rumor they, they no, were contacted. We also, yeah, of course they were contacted for mm. sure, but can't finance that kind of stuff. Eh? It's, how, many, how, many, how many players are, are playing in Europe? Um, in the kind of Olympic squad, yeah. about nine. Okay. The greater squad, I think we have 11, 12. Okay, then. Yeah. 
It's okay, but it's okay. It's not. Uh, that's not. Forget we have a South African passport. Eh? Uh, okay, it's also not the easiest visa to uh, acquire. No, I don't know who could be. I, uh, maybe uh, France, Ar- or Ireland, Ireland, but Ireland, Ireland and Malaysia. I've heard. I don't know what. Uh, well, you can't you do that. Mine's <laughs> on the women's side. The men's uh, women's side's already decided. It's Spain and India. Can't do Ireland and Malaysia, and then there's points on offer. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, that's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> that's outrageous. Then, uh, the the whole point system is, is flawed. You, then you, I you should because they all they also asked Canada, but they couldn't play uh, on the weekends. They were already they all play ice hockey. Sorry, yeah, no, because <laughs> sorry, they, they, had, they had to they had to play uh, uh, home ice games ice. in the winter, which is oh. obviously impossible. I'd like to see France in in the pro league. Really, I, I'd like to see them play against the against the other teams. Or South you Africa. have seen them at yeah. yeah, that was not the best tournament. Oh, <laughs> funny story, funny story <laughs> about France. Again? So the first day of the tournament, I had to leave a bit earlier, so I didn't catch the, fir- the, the, the last game of the evening, which was France against Wales. So I, And I was passing the French players and, and Jurgen Delmey as, as head coach, and I was talking when I was going to my car. It's like, oh, against Wales. Yeah, normally you should win it. Uh, the best of luck. And they were like, yeah, yeah. But uh, then they lost that game. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys sorry <laughs> sorry guys yeah oh, no. uh, and there is a, also a new structure to uh qualify for the european championships so in the past um there was a european championship for uh the, the second tier um and the number one and number two from that tournament uh would qualify for the next european championship but now there are qualification tournaments so i guess there are four tournaments and every winner of that tournament will qualify for the next europeans Wow! Wow! <laughs> Make it more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, uh, it's, I think it's nice. a bit more fair because when, um, with the with the previous system, if you had a good team, so you got relegated from the first tier. And there was a couple of years ago, France had to play the second tier. The week before that, the uh, second tier European Championship was held, they had to play the World Cup qualifications. So they were like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. tired after the trip to South Africa, played uh, a great tournament, qualified for the uh, for the World Cup. Then they had to play fresh teams who were playing uh, against them and really got focused on that uh, European Championship. So that was a bit difficult. So then they missed out two European Championships due to that uh, system. And now when you have a good generation, you don't have to wait a couple of years to qualify. Every two years you have a shot to qualify for the European Championship. So um, in that perspective, I think it's better. Uh, It's getting uh, more complicated, that's true. But yeah, in the end, quality and the best team will always play the Europeans every two years. Yes, that's good. But I guess every two years a European Championship is a bit bit much. Oh, no. think it's too much yeah because it's not that special to become european championship because yet every two years you get a shot why is it not as special it's it's so special it's like the league is every year it's like the the (laughs) third biggest tournament you play you have olympics your world cup and you have your continental championship Mm -hmm. but if you have it every four years then it becomes more important i guess no interesting one (laughs) i don't know i don't think so i think two years is. i think you need it Okay. Because otherwise, 
if you have it every four years, you would play a different tournament to qualify for your World Cup or a different tournament to qualify for Olympics. You just have to call Olympics. it something else. And yeah. Make then it, we yeah, have, yeah. Uh, beside the Pro League, uh, another World League <laughs> oh, coming yeah, yeah, back yeah, in. Like World <laughs> Series or world something. World Series. <laughs> I really, I really world love the World the, the, the World League. And, uh, I was really a fan of it. Oh, the yeah. World League, yeah. You play yeah. World League 1, World League 2, yeah, but League it was three, great. World but League 4. Ev- <laughs> which one? <laughs> but every two years, you have a shot. Even if you are the weakest team in the world, you have a shot to qualify. It's a it's a nice tournament event. Yeah. It's not like the pro league where you have to. It's also nice uh, yeah. to travel yeah, once around nice. the world. Yeah, I mean, awesome. we have been to Australia, New Zealand, Argentina four weeks on the road. It's pretty cool. It was nice, but imagine you do that every year. But every year, it's right also now. nice to have. Like we had a world league in in Johannesburg. Mm. Amazing! It was such a nice tournament. Men yeah. women together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really huge. Cool. Yeah, and you see you see countries you normally don't, don't see. You play Egypt. You yeah. play yeah. Something, yeah, it's fun. You probably played it more. Often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, from, a Euro- from our uh, European perspective, and, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. ah, it's really nice. And sometimes you play. How many times do you play Malaysia? Only once oh, every well, four I, years. Yeah, couple maybe. of times at the, at the world. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, we played them. Belgium only plays them Never. at the World Cup if they yeah. play them. So the last time Belgium played Malaysia uh, was at the World Cup in Den Haag, and if you play them. In the World League, you play the chances you play them is a bit is bigger. Uh, you play more hockey against different styles of hockey, you know, because yeah, only European yeah, yeah, teams and yeah. the top in Argentina, Australia, yeah. New Zealand. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Also, teams also don't want to play. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. Eh? We had in South Africa when teams would come to South Africa on camps, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, "Hey guys, like yeah, in yeah. our country," and they're like, "Yeah, we don't want to play you that much. Like, maybe you want an official test." Like, really? you're in our country, <laughs> yeah, using yeah. our facilities, like, you, can, you know, like come on, can we have one game or two games? Yeah, yeah. we always had three yeah, against yeah, yeah. South Africa when yeah. we were this. But we never you journey. guys came. You guys were nice. You're yeah. friendly. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. But you guys came. <laughs> but, but Germany always come, comes a bit later than the other teams. The other yeah, teams yeah, come in January, yeah. and Germany yeah. is always in February. Yeah, because we always get games. Yeah. yeah, we always get games with Germany. But yeah. yeah, they're like the Dutch, the Belgians. We're like begging them. Eh? Come on, guys. We pay you. Come on. <laughs> we don't pay you. <laughs> There's no yeah, money. We'll, yeah. We'll show you the coolest beaches. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know a good restaurant. <laughs> Really, yeah, they yeah, don't want to really. play you. No, of course they're going there for different reasons to, to yeah. prepare their camps and whatever, and they have the finances to do it. And okay, but just play one game or two. Yeah, but come on, one international game is like, come on, you're in your own country, mm-hmm. and you're going to play the, the country once. So yeah, like, so. But I understand that they're in a different system. It's just strange that uh, yeah. it's probably makes financial sense to go to South Africa. It's probably cheaper, and two, it's just. Yeah, amazing. Like it's summer. Yeah, and then instead weather. of playing an inter-squad, just play against South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, we're not that bad, right? No. <laughs> oh, hey. I would never say this. Lost the no. Germans. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, the, the, yeah, I'm, I was really, uh, and I still am, a big fan of the World League. They should have called their tournaments a bit different. So do not play the semifinals of the, you know, yeah. just call it round one, two, and then you have the final round. That's okay. Or call it, or you qualify for the champions trophy. I don't care, yeah. but our, the system itself, I really, I really enjoyed it. Were great tournaments, the ones I visit, and uh, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. To get those back. There's just too much focus on pro league at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's because normally, one, normally th- at the end of the season, there there would have been a tournament uh, for uh, to qualify for the next pro league, but because New Zealand and Australia they uh, they, they forfeited yeah. this season. 
so they don't get relegated. <laughs> it's a bit strange. So they don't get relegated and they have the chance to play next season, although they forfeited this season. That's a bit weird. Last topic I, I'd like to discuss, Junior World Cup. Are you guys uh, going to watch? Of yes. course, 100%. Yeah. Wow. First Belgium game is against uh, South Africa it is indeed. next week. There's three points for the boys. Uh, <laughs> Which boys? South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> guys, come on, I form my team with oh, the way. Yeah. Always. So uh, is it a talented team? The yeah. Yeah, yeah, very talented. Very. They've been working hard. They've been together for a long time. Okay. You know, they, they've managed to get some good sponsorship deals in terms of facilities to be used, etc. And they, they've been training pre-camps. And so I think they're going to be good. We played against them building up to the Olympics. Strong team. Physically, really strong team. I think it's you, a bit... You won? Eh? You won? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won. We also beat Germany. Um, <laughs> we still... <laughs> Sorry. I'm just joking. Feisty group of youngsters, of course. Passionate as hell, but... Um, it'll be nice to follow them. Okay. They're a pretty organized team. But again, they, they play no one else. Yeah. No experience. Of so they, so in the build-up towards the World Cup, they, they only played inter-squad games. Yeah. That's literally it. Eh? I mean, you can't just hop across and, and go play uh, Botswana or something. Eh? They don't really have a team or Zimbabwe. or like, You're not exactly running off to Egypt to play them either. Mm-hmm. So they, they're really limited to game match yeah. practice, actually. Still back them, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious. I'm really curious ah, to see. Under-21 yeah. hockey is so unpredictable. It is so yeah. unpredictable. That's the thing. Like, they're all it's juniors. It's going to be they're so interesting. Juniors, like. yeah, it's yeah. yeah, really, last time, it's been a while since it was, it was five years ago, but it was a really, really nice tournament, you know, because they they don't analyze each other as much as the the, the national teams do. and. Still a bit more open, a bit more unpredictable. Yeah, it's fun to see some player, players really step out uh, on, in a good way. And uh, yeah, most of the teams never played each other in their lives, eh? and so many of them and have never been to India. No, 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 they no, have no, no, no idea First about the weather conditions. Like they just arrived there and they got like smacked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's going yeah. on here? Oh, yeah. And after their first training, they're probably gonna die. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's a nice stadium. So Unfortunately, it's it's going to be empty. But Kalinga Stadium, it's a nice stadium to it's play. Really in. nice. Yeah, amazing. If yeah. they're if they're lucky, they put like all the army guys in there that you have at least some atmosphere. And mm. India, you'll have something else there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the the German team, do you um, do you know anything about them? Yeah, I think they are um, a really really good team. Mm-hmm. Super talented guys. Um, they Who, who's the who's the biggest star for uh, Germany? They have a couple of guys who already played a few pro league matches yeah. with the men's now, so they have experience. They, I think, most of them they have more than fifty. Like the average, they have more than fifty caps already. Oh, okay. Uh, not in the men's, but yeah, uh, yeah. In, yeah. In, juniors. in the juniors. Two really good goalkeepers. Um, Is uh, Stadler playing? Uh, no, no, okay. no. It's uh, Anton Brinkmann. He was a uh, second keeper at Halfsuda when I was playing there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then also a guy from Mannheim. So he was 13 when he played for <laughs> 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 as a second goal, you know. Yeah, but they have a, a bunch of experienced guys who, who play big roles in their, in their club teams in the Bundesliga. Okay, we're really looking forward to, to the tournament. I don't know. Um, I have the feeling Belgium is a bit less talented than they were last tournament. So last tournament they had a team with Victor Vignier, Antoine Kina, Nicolas Poncelet, Mermans, obviously, uh, the Slover. <laughs> That's incredible. The Verheyen, 
Raas. Rubens. Rubens. Philippe nice, Simard. Nice Philippe Simard was in the team. Such an incredible team. They became second, right? Yeah, lost in the final against India. Ah, Louis van Dorn was goalkeeper. Almost forgot. Yeah, it was a good progression. Yeah, yeah. But as I said, it's so unpredictable. That's you it. don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Okay. I'm really looking forward towards the, the Junior World Cup uh, with the women's as well, especially for Belgium, because 10, play, 10 Red Panthers are uh, in that team. I really have <laughs> high hopes. I really have high hopes. They should, they should <laughs> play for a medal otherwise. That would be good if they yeah. did. Good for the Belgian yeah, ladies system, I guess. Eh? Mm -hmm. What about the okay. men, though? Are you... You've just asked us about Germany and South yeah. Africa. The men, oh, the Belgian team. Like, uh, I, yeah. I mean, we know uh, the they, players. They're, like, they're lacking a penalty corner. They're the only oh, drag they have Jeff. They, the they, but they only have Jeff. So what do you do oh, when Jeff's not on? Right. Who do you, they have? Know, Rick van Kleinerbrugel, <laughs> who's also pushing. But yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen Toby Beacons. Toby Beacons. <laughs> but I haven't seen those guys pushing. No, no. They have a couple of guys who are... They, they they got trained to be the second one, but the only one have uh, Chef de Winter as a as a drag flicker. That's the only one. Maybe um, the surprises with the crazy phases. Oh, that should be great. Uh, I would. Cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> First PC of the tournament. Back the, to the give up. the five yard <laughs> back into the right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, the the Belgian team. I I, I think they have, a, they have a they have a nice team, but it's not that talented as the it was last last uh, Junior World Cup. Um, I hope uh, some some players will will step up. And um, I'm really, really interested how uh, those guys will play against, uh, because I only see them play in the league, of course, which is totally different. Now they have different roles. They play only players from their own uh, age group. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Eh? It's going to be an interesting one to see them playing outside of Belgian league. Yeah, I really don't know the players other than that. Eh? Mm -hmm. I can just picture them playing within their team and no disrespect to them, but they're not the, the best top three or whatever in their team. No, 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 no. So, Normally, you have a I player. I think they're going to have quite a consistent team, though. That's, that's what because, I'm pretty sure about. Uh, it's going to be interesting, like, who are the guys stepping up yeah, in this yeah, team who, or who, who are leading I expect, this team I expect Thibaut Stockbrooks, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's he just has got an engine on him. Eh? <laughs> so, um, I'm going to stop running that yeah. bad. <laughs> and uh, uh, Sebastian Geers, I really, really enjoy. Okay, okay, yeah. I really enjoy watching him. Um, I think they have two good keepers, though. Feltheim and the Grati. Yeah, they at least have one good keeper. Yeah. But like that's bonus, eh? Mm -hmm. uh, in a league, in a junior World Cup where absolutely anything's going to happen. You can be dominate and suddenly some random guy from the country is just, no one's ever seen him. Mm -hmm. And he's suddenly like having decent opportunities left, right and center. And mm -hmm. you need to be quite safe in, in not conceding, you know? Yeah, for me, the, the last World Cup, I knew a lot of players from the from the national teams already because Australia they played with Blake Govers, who was at that <laughs> Junior World Cup. For Germany, there were a few players already had some uh, decent caps with uh, with the national team. Um, so it's really the first time that okay for Germany. Um, who is it? Benedict Schwarzhout. He's the only one I really know uh, yeah. because I saw him play against Belgium uh, recently. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, something that will start next week. Um, you have to watch it on the, the IH platform. Um, it's not on television, unfortunately, but uh, we'll see about that. One thing, uh, Belgium is playing two more uh, Pro League games at the end of the month against uh, the Dutch and the yeah, game is... Uh, Amsterdam now. Amsterdam instead of uh, Rotterdam due to the COVID measurements in the Netherlands. So game without uh, fans. 
that therefore it's moved on TV and we're back on TV <laughs> uh, once again yeah but hey on the positive <laughs> side you can watch it with my commentary so perfect uh, no <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, Tobias Walter Tame Payton thank you very much for joining us first podcast of the season a bit late <laughs> my mistake uh, okay thank you for listening and uh, hopefully there will be an, uh, another episode quite soon bye